What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Our Lives in Medicine. This episode features Jessica, a second-year physician assistant student in California. Jessica is an advocate for preventative care along with holistic health and nutrition. She plans to utilize these ideals in her future practice and hopes to improve the lives of her patients by improving their lifestyles. She has also authored a book on the matter. Check out her book on optimizing life through healthy practices at healthylifebyjess.com. Check out the journey that led her to PA school and learn what life is like for this current student. I hope you enjoy. And if you do, please share the episode with others who you think would also enjoy. Follow us on Instagram at Our Lives in Medicine and rate and like us on iTunes. You have no idea how much it helps and no idea how much we appreciate it. And as always, if you need some good beats to study or get some work done or just catch some good vibes, stay tuned to the intro and outro and check the lo-fi beats and check the show notes for the artist shoutouts. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have a great day. Jessica, how's everything going? Hey, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I cannot complain. So again, thank you for working work together. Our schedules kind of have been crazy lately. So nice that we finally <laughs> yeah. got to get each other on the on, get together. That's great. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. So how's the West Coast life treating you? It's good. You know, slowly things are fi- finally feeling like they're falling into place and getting better. It's really hot out here, but I can't complain tanning and enjoying my <laughs> summer break <laughs> before school starts back up again. That's true. That's true. So what are you most excited about to start second year? I'm excited to get onto clinical rotations. I couldn't be more excited, honestly. It's going to be like reality. <laughs> and that's your last year, right? Yeah. So it's two years together, two years and three months my program. So we're done with the first year. That's such a good move. Um, that's a way better schedule than like medical, which is like four years and then you train for forever and then you finally work. Like you're going to do your clinicals and then you're going to start working immediately. That's so that's that's a good move. 
It definitely has its pros going to PA school, like a more of a work and life balance, I would say. So that was one of my um, things that I was like, oh, my God, I love that about the PA profession. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I've had when I was on my emergency room rotation as a fourth year med student, I had a fresh off the boat second year med student I mean a PA student and it was like his first rotation first um time with like real patients and everything and we were in the ER and so his first night he kind of rotated with me and he was pretty nervous because it's like you know the first time ER is always hectic and then the second shift I go in the next day like it was a night shift and I walk in and this kid is on a gurney (laughs) doing CPR on someone getting rushed back to the back and I was like wait this kid yesterday was scared to death and he's like he's like pouring sweat (laughs) he's been doing it for like six minutes straight and he's like exhausted so we we like uh, switched out and he like was so dead it was so funny um, yeah that's amazing we're kind of just like thrown into clinical rotations and it's like kind of a residency i would say yeah i bet and that's going to be you in like a week you're going to be on the gurney soon yeah definitely pumping someone's chest keeping them alive that's gonna be awesome, <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. i can't wait <laughs> that's gonna be sweet so did you go straight from undergrad to pa school or did you do stuff in between So I actually had a year off. I did um, apply straight from undergrad, um, but I had a year off because it takes about a year to get into PA school. Oh, okay. And then what did you do work-wise? So work-wise, I worked as a medical assistant. And at the same time, I was doing a lot of health coaching and volunteering. And I was doing a lot of scribing. So I had a good amount of shadowing experience as well before I got into PA school, which I found extremely helpful to, you know, see someone's work every day and I'm going to be that person. And I would suggest everyone to shadow if they're thinking about going into whatever profession they're thinking of going into because you get to see it a day in a life and you get to see if you can see yourself in that position. Yeah, absolutely. And did you did the the health coach um, did the health coaching count towards your hours like mandatory hours for PA school? So that's interesting that you asked because a lot of schools have different requirements and a lot of schools have uh, different hours that they accept for different um, things that you do. So I don't think that the health coaching counted exactly as like clinical care experience but I would say that it definitely helped for example with my school since we have a emphasis on integrative care right now so I definitely think that background helped me get into school Hmm. that's pretty cool and so you did you worked as an MA you scribed and you did health coaching that one year yeah I mean this was over the past like four years maybe more gradually um but yeah because I always knew I wanted to do something in medicine so starting off the bat in like high school I like started to work at Cedar sinai Medical Center as like a transforming care at the bedside volunteer and there I got to perform safety rounds and answer patient call lights and shadow different healthcare professionals and interact with physician assistant students that were working in various departments which was really cool to see 
and my curiosity grew from there and from there I started working as an MA in a OBGYN's office and I got to chart soap notes and I assisted the physician during examinations and procedures and I got to prepare patients for their visits by gathering their clinical history and recording vitals and my I, I just kept on going into different fields because with PA school, they really look for you to have a lot of clinical experience and patient care experience. So from there, I started working in a lot of underserved clinics. I worked in a family medicine clinic in downtown Los Angeles, and there I got to scribe. I got to assist the office with urine dipsticks, pregnancy tests, school physical exams, auditory and vision exams, observing different screening pro protocols for blood pressure, cancer, diabetes, depression, obesity. Um, and then my health coach certification allowed me to guide so many different teens that were coming in that I saw who were, you know, depressed or obese. And I just saw a link between being overweight and being like having anxiety or having depression. So I got to talk to them and try to get them to change their lifestyle, eat better, work out, get out there, get sunlight and meditate and all those things. Mm. It's funny how those seem like basic concepts, but they're not really mainstream concepts, it, it would seem. And they're also so important for how kind of basic and easy they are. They don't cost a lot of money to do and they're super beneficial. Yeah, it's all, I agree with you. It's all about preventative care, which I'm so passionate about. And that's why I really want to help people prevent that, you know, that cholesterol increase, that heart attack in, happening because you had hypertension, which led to like high cholesterol, which led to hyperlipidemia. And all of a sudden you're in the, you're in the hospital because you didn't prevent that with your lifestyle measures and the way you eat and the way you work out or you don't work out. And mm -hmm. yeah. So you said that preventative medicine is a really big thing for you. What kind of piqued your interest in that? So as I was younger, I think that my mom was my inspiration in really eating healthy and getting movement and just always preparing home-cooked meals that were tasty and delicious and healthy at the same time. So when I was, I really had like this interest in nutrition and healthcare and how we can, you know, be, we can prevent all these conditions from happening if we just live like a healthy balanced lifestyle so i think that as in high school is when i was like wow all these things are happening and just going through like things on my with my own body that like i realized just by getting out there and doing a daily walk i was feeling so much better both mentally and like physically mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely and what do you think are common kind of like healthy, how do I put this? What do you think are mistakes people make regularly that are actually hurting their health, but they think are good health moves? Yeah, I think one that I can really relate to because I did this myself was when I was like in high school, when I was younger, I was like constantly working out. I was in the gym maybe like two hours each day doing hardcore fit uh, workouts and like boxing and like, which I think boxing is great, but I was just overworking my body and 
I wasn't getting to the weight I wanted to be. I was finding myself to be more fatigued. I was finding myself to actually not lose any weight. And I found later through different research that overworking your body is actually doing the opposite because you're hurting your gut and your gut health is so important both physically and mentally and to lose weight and for digestion. So I think it's so important to listen to your body and not overwork your body. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, You know, you don't think about it from that sense, but overstraining physically definitely has a huge effect on your gut which as we know is the second brain basically and it has its own biome and it has its own kind of regulation system so if you're straining it and working it too hard even not directly with food that can really mess it up that's interesting that's a good point yeah recently there's been so much research with the gut and the brain access and i think it's so interesting and i'm and i love learning about it and it's so amazing that we're learning these things now because we can prevent it from things happening like I did in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And what about, so someone is starting like their health journey and they decided yesterday that they really want to get healthy. What would be some advice to newcomers to like the healthy lifestyle? I would say start with one goal and build up. Usually whenever we start with like five goals or 10 goals and we like start this diet and we have so much pressure on ourselves to be a certain way that it kind of, we will do it for a day or two and then we'll be so exhausted and so overwhelmed by everything that we have to do that it kind of backlashes everything. So don't try to lose 10 pounds in 10 days. Slowly work (laughs) and slowly get to your lifestyle. I I think of health as a journey and it's it's not like you have to do everything in one day. You have to slowly build it like a muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good point. Build your health like you like you build a muscle. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, like if you if you have a goal to exercise more, to eat healthy, to not eat junk food, slowly build that into your practice, and you'll see that how much more sustainable and transferable your body image will be. Let's get that on a t-shirt. Build your health like you build a, <laughs> like you build your muscles. I like that. I like that. We'll get that and I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll share that. I'll, I'll let you put your name on it. And, uh, <laughs> we'll Let's do it. That. That's a cool shirt. I like that. So, so what about your future practice? Like how do you plan on mixing your you know, health coaching and everything else of that nature and with your PA practice? It's my dream to combine medicine and nutrition and just preventative care in general to open up a clinic that has health coaches and not just someone that's coming in prescribing you tons of meds and telling you to take this antibiotic and just kind of preventing as much as we can. I do believe that sometimes we do need pharmaceutical drugs, but I believe there should be a balance. And if we can prevent it from happening in the first place, let's try with that. So my dream is to open up a clinic that incorporates both lifestyles. Mm, right. That'd be that'd be awesome. I So I kind of have a similar plan as well along the sports medicine path. But I, I one of the components I want is kind of like health and nutrition advice. So we'll have to stay in touch down the road. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, it's funny, like how we're talking about this and how we both believe nutrition and medicine. Nutrition is so important in medicine, because I feel like back in the old days, 
doctors and physicians and PAs and NPs, they didn't even have a nutrition course in their program. So mm -hmm. I think times are changing and evolving for the better. And it's so amazing to be a part of this community and be a part of the change. Yeah, absolutely. And it's weird, isn't it kind of weird how like the basis of health is your nutrition and things and that just wasn't even included it was here we'll treat blood pressure with a medication instead of you know diet exercise lifestyle modification which is cheaper maybe even easier to do so I think it's great that we have that modification to the to the curriculum nowadays yeah definitely I couldn't agree more so what is the process to get a health coach certification so I did a program called Integrative Nutrition, which I chose to do the one-year route while I was at my last year in university at UCLA. And it was all online. It was different modules. I, I worked with the one-year because it just worked better with my schedule. But I, I believe you could do it in six months as well. And you just do a couple exams and you pass it and you got a certification. Sweet. I like that. I'm kind of just looking at things like I was mentioning for my own future practice that would be kind of a cool addition so I might have to check that out that sounds pretty sweet yeah I feel like it's an add-on that it's so great to have the background even if like whatever field you are in medicine to help out your patients whether or not you're gonna be in the nutrition realm or not yeah and I mean I definitely won't hurt that's for sure so <laughs> um well, do you think that your training in school has kind of led you down the path that you, how, how to put this do you think that your training in school has been beneficial to what you want in the future or do you think it was kind of missing components of what you want in the future as a practitioner that's that's a good question honestly i think that understanding the science behind so many things that i've spoke in about as a health coach to people has helped me tremendously and having the background as a PA and the schooling that I'm learning right now and the different curriculums and the different diagnoses and everything about like the science is so beneficial to being a health coach and just being a better practitioner. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So it does kind of help. That's good. Do you think that they could there could be more nutrition curriculum in PA school or is that even part of it so my uh curriculum did incorporate it and I think it was like one of the very few programs that did because uh, we're an integrative based program so we went through like three different nutrition types of courses like from biochemical nutrition to clinical nutrition but I don't believe that all PA schools do incorporate it I personally believe that it was amazing that my school incorporated it and so many students that lacked the knowledge of nutrition or like basic lifestyle changes, I think gained a lot of knowledgeable info and great info to help their patients in the future. So I would 100% have all PA students do it if it was up to me. Right. Okay. All, so we, yeah. <laughs> we got to add that into medical school too because we did not get... I, we, we got like informal information on nutrition. It was like, you know, a lunch talk or something like that. But there was no classroom portion. You know, we had cardiology, we had GI, but there wasn't in addition to that nutrition or health or even, you know, lifestyle um, medicine, which is kind of an emerging field in healthcare, like lifestyle medicine. 
but that's a really sweet field. I think it's awesome because patients can come to you with the expectation of you're going to teach me how to be healthier without having to take a pill necessarily. So it's a, it's an important aspect of health. That's for sure. Exactly. So you kind of felt like it was lacking in medical school. Oh, for sure. I, I think if you, one is going into radiology or maybe surgery even or whatever, I think you probably don't necessarily need it. I think you could benefit from it, but you don't need it. But if you're going primary or, you know, anything in the primary Internal, setting, you, yeah. Yeah, nutrition's super important. So I think uh, I think it could definitely, we could definitely benefit. That being said, it's easy for me to say that now that I'm not in school. If I were in school, I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God, one more thing to study, but... Um, <laughs> It's easy now, yeah. but <laughs> I think we'd benefit from it, so. I agree. It's tough whenever you're, like, compacted with, like, so many classes. I believe we had, like, 10 classes each trimester, semester, whatever you want to call it, but it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. What were some of your favorite classes and some of your least favorite classes? So my favorites had to be biochemical nutrition and clinical nutrition but also i really enjoyed clinical medicine because i was learning about real life uh, diagnoses and stuff and i think it was so cool to learn how to treat them and everything and real it felt like real life medicine to me even though it was like the, our hardest course and the course that we're all like studying for so much but i felt like i was like really in medicine while i was learning it so it was amazing cool that's awesome do you think that what, what would be your advice to someone so you you kind of figured out early sorry let me, let me rephrase that you figured out early what you wanted to do through your experiences. What would be your advice to someone figuring out, okay, this is what I want to do within healthcare. How do you think people can figure that out? Yeah, definitely volunteer as much as you can. I, I cannot emphasize enough how important patient care is. You know, if you have a higher chance to understand what you like, what realm you want to go in, if you put yourself in a situation to be out there and see it for for yourself. I think that becoming, for like a PA student in specific, I think becoming an EMT or a medical assistant or a scribe is great patient care experience in general. If you have more experience, you're going to be more knowledgeable in school. School is going to be easier. I think it's very important to also shadow different fields uh, to enhance your knowledge and just do a lot of research on your own on something you're thinking of going to and talk to people that are in that field and see how they like it, see how their everyday is and see if you could see yourself in their shoes one day. Perfect. That is that's perfect advice. I love it. So, and what about, I, I did want to ask just as you know, you've already gone through it, what would be advice to people applying to PA school right now? PA school is really tough to get into. It's very challenging. So one of my, a couple of my top tips is apply early because applying early can help you avoid delays. It allows for like a timely process. And in PA school, you, it's a lot of the schools are enrolling admissions, which means your application will be evaluated in the order it's received. So that's why I suggest applying early for sure. And doing Uh, mock interviews is also great for interview preparation because 
interviews can be nerve-wracking, but once you have like a like a you did it a couple times and you go in and you're less anxious and you kind of know what's going to happen, you're going to do way better. And I'm not saying like go memorize a script at all because I believe you have to be unique and be yourself. But just to get those jitters out of out of the way, I would ex- I would you know say do that, and I think it's really important to ask for your letters of recommendation as soon as you can, and research the mission of the schools you apply to, and at- attend ca- campus preview days. Um, I know right now it might be hard because of COVID, but I know a lot of schools like my own did it via Zoom, and I think it's great to understand how your life is going to be in that school, in that program, and if you could see yourself and envision yourself as a part of that program. And lastly, this is very important, absolutely know how to answer the YPA because almost every single interview that I went to, they asked me, why do you want to be a PA? <laughs> and if you don't have that one ready, you're going to be you made a tough spot. What is What was your answer? For me, it was about like my seeing kind of my grandfather go through his diabetes when I was young sparked my interest in preventative care and how I could stop him from going through all that pain from having diabetes and everything that I saw so it was from that and then going in and putting my foot through the door and getting that clinical experience and really having the deep passion I had to be a a clinician one day awesome that's sweet so well i think one question i like to ask too is if you weren't in healthcare at all like you weren't in pa school you weren't going down the healthcare route what do you think you'd be doing instead so i definitely think i have an entrepreneurial side so i would probably be making like a brand which is still one is still something i want to do one day make like a wellness and health brand of something so we'll see <laughs> but yeah i definitely have like an entrepreneurial side to me sweet what uh what do you think kind of so you want to do a health brand describe that to me what do you think what are you kind of envisioning for yourself it would probably be something that someone can eat or do that would help them raise their vibrations and be healthy and just yeah have a better lifestyle sweet i like that that'll be awesome i think uh so we kind of have similar things we kind of plan on so like i like i was saying i want to have a sports med facility and part of it i want to have either athletic nutrition or you know lifestyle nutrition because i want it to be for you know high level athletes and then just anyone in general interested in their their body kind of so i think that would be a really cool thing to incorporate definitely i love that we'll have to stay in touch maybe uh if I can get you away from the West Coast, we'll, we'll, we'll open up a practice together. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good match. <laughs> yeah. So are you pretty much wedded to the West Coast, do you think? Are you um, like are you willing to move around or you kind of want to stay in California? Um, I love L.A., so I don't really see myself. I, I could <laughs> see myself moving somewhere for like a little bit i love traveling a lot so traveling is one of my favorite things i think it's so important to travel like i've learned so much from it about myself by just traveling but yeah i'm la bound (laughs) 
gotcha. All right. So my dad's from Palmdale, like outside of L.A. So I used to go to L.A. and his family still lives out there. So I used to see them a bunch out there when I was younger. It's been a few years since I've been, though. But it's, uh, it's a cool place. I don't know if I could live in L.A., though. It's tough for me as an outsider. I'm sure for you it's awesome. But Yeah, everyone loves home. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, And how long have you been out there, like your whole life? I was born and raised in L.A., yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, understandable then. I understand. <laughs> so I think that was awesome. We covered a lot about the PA side of you. I'd love to get just a little couple questions about the non-PA side of you. Um, first question is, how has your music choice changed from, like, a rebellious teen to now? I would say it's probably gone in, like, more, like, slow, relaxing music like i love a good andre bocelli song <laughs> oh sweet. that's awesome yeah. so i guess it makes sense you can't really be like promoting lifestyle and health and everything and listening to like slayer and you know heavy metal so yeah you know what why not I mean, everyone has their <laughs> own moves so i love jamming to something like a beat all day <laughs> puts that. me in a different mood <laughs> I feel that. So you'll have to check out the lo-fi beats on your episode when I get it out and other episodes. I, you, might, you might like lo-fi. It's like really calm and just, it's awesome. It's my favorite. I listen to it all the Definitely. time. So. Um, but yeah. I'll check so, it out for sure. Yeah, it's, it's sweet and it's a cool genre. It's kind of low-key, but it's, uh, it's growing. And I, I used, that's all I listen to when I study and like do work. So um, yeah, what about, I have a question for you too, is what did you get in trouble for as a kid? Um, <laughs> that's an interesting question. <laughs> in trouble for? I honestly don't know. I feel like I was, mm, like in school or in general. So I'll give you an example. Like I was, my dad was visiting me this past weekend and I was laughing. Well, he was laughing. I wasn't laughing about this one time. I was like five or six and I was playing outside and he was like, all right, time to come in. And I didn't want to go in. So I just for some reason was like no and he's like what and I said no I don't want to come in so he goes get over here and like and I knew if I went over there <laughs> like an ass whooping was waiting for me so I was like no I'm not gonna come <laughs> over there so he goes oh okay okay he goes inside and like 30 seconds later he pops out and he's like hey Ev come inside I got a surprise for you <laughs> and I was like oh sweet a surprise <laughs> and I go inside and he's just standing there holding his belt <laughs> so that was uh, oh no <laughs> yeah I, I got I got I got tricked I was I never made that mistake again but that was a dumb mistake to make in the first place so <laughs> I think we need to come back to that question <laughs> <laughs> we can just leave it at that even I'll, I'll just share mine if you can't think of one that's totally fine so um yeah, if you think of one, we'll come back. If not, we'll just accept that you were meant to be the ideal <laughs> PA and PA student. So let's see. What about, I got a question for you then. If you could pick anyone to narrate your life, who would it be? My mom? Definitely, yeah. She's like been there through everything. My ups, my downs. My PA school admissions, she like woke up the day I got into PA school telling my dad that I have a good feeling something amazing is going to happen today. <laughs> <laughs> and we like joke about it till this day. That's awesome. That's really cool. So you were you were at home with your parents when you found out? I was doing some work at like a coffee shop and 
I wasn't keeping in touch with my school because I was waitlisted and I gave them a call and that day they they took me off the waitlist so I was at a coffee shop I was like texting my mom like through the computer at the same time that I just <laughs> got in and she was like dying of happiness <laughs> that's awesome I can only imagine like I, I always like to think back and ask people about that moment because it's one of those moments that's just it's hard to you replicate. can never forget yeah, yeah you can never it, forget there's very few things that are like that like I remember I was when I got my first acceptance, which is actually where I ended up going. Also, um, nice. I was sitting. This is my third time applying. I was at Chipotle. I was like studying. Uh, I had just taken a break from studying, and I got the email, and it's like, "You have been accepted." And I jumped up at Chipotle and went, "Let's go!" <laughs> <laughs> Screamed in Chipotle, and everyone looked at me, and I was like, like "Let's what? go!" I'm like slamming the table, and then I just sat back down, and I could, couldn't breathe. I was like. Oh, okay okay that's amazing (laughs) it's the best feeling honestly it really is and like no one else understood they i'm surprised they didn't call it cops i got lucky i guess but um, (laughs) so yeah that i just uh and maybe that's what i should ask everyone every single interview is like what was that feeling like when you first got in because that's a that's a big one oh my god yeah it was it's the best feeling ever honestly it's like all your hard work like paid off yeah and the fact that your mom called it ahead of time, you better listen to her if she says, you know, maybe don't go to work today or something in the future too, because she knows. I know, right? <laughs> Got to get her advice on the on like the lottery too, apparently, because she knows stuff. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. So that would be your mom being your narrator would be pretty sweet, actually. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You just got to watch out because she'll be telling you, you know, don't forget your coat, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> all the little things. But that's cool. So. Let's see. So I, uh, I like to ask four questions at the end of each episode. We'll kind of go over those and then probably get you out of here. How's that sound? Perfect. All right, sweet. So first question is, has PA school been what you expected? So I always knew it's going to be challenging going into it. But I was like thrown into it, especially because I got off the wait list like two weeks into school. So it was one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. But I can fully say that I've grown so much from this experience and I wouldn't want it any other way. So you got off the wait list two weeks into school, not two weeks before school? Nope, two weeks into school. So I had to catch up and... Yeah, so it was already already crazy. So I had to catch up, and it was it was yeah, it was intense. <laughs> I missed that part. Wow, that is super intense. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, but you did it, honestly. Though. I'm grateful. It had it worked that way for a reason. I really believe everything happens for a reason, and I think that going into it like that really made me so motivated and so dedicated to school. And in return, I became so knowledgeable and educated. So I, mm. I'm grateful for everything that's happened and the way it's worked. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So the second question is, what are keys to success in PA school? Never give up. It's so easy to be overwhelmed with so much that you have to do. So just keep your head up. Keep going. There is a finish line and it's going to be so worth it in the end. And just have like a schedule for yourself. I think it's so important to also add in self-care time, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour. Give yourself a break 
to allow yourself to rejuvenate and get your energy back on because I found that in the beginning when I was so packed and I wasn't giving myself like that 30 minute break or that hour break or that even five minute break to like breathe and meditate I was like compacting like my head with so much info that it wasn't like sticking whereas when I gave myself a break I learned so much better and everything stuck more easier Mm -hmm. yeah that's true that's so true um yeah that's awesome advice I totally agree and so now that you are a big bad second year, you know, you've doing your thing, what would be your advice to maybe like pre-PA students or even first years kind of just getting getting started right now? My advice is to, again, set aside time for yourself, like add me time to your calendar, become great friends with your classmates. You guys are going to be like family. So really use each other to challenge each other and keep each other's spirits up and study with each other if you can and i think it's really important to nourish yourself and stay hydrated you're gonna be drinking so much coffee i'm not not gonna lie if you're not a coffee drinker you're probably gonna end up drinking so much coffee (laughs) but just i found that staying hydrated throughout school and stuff (laughs) Um, really made a difference in my energy and my concentration so I think that's really important and lastly this is so important get rest if you're staying up to like cram material most of the time it's going to go in one ear ear and out the other just make sure if you're cramming and you feel tired and it's late night just go to bed and put an alarm to wake up early to finish off your studying I promise it's going to stick so much better awesome Awesome. I love that. That's really cool. And the last question is, if you woke up tomorrow and you were 10 years old and you had to do everything over again to get back to where you are today, would you do it all over again? 100%. (laughs) I would do anything to go back to 10. (laughs) But I'm not going to lie. I'm enjoying enjoying my 20s. Sweet. That's awesome. So yeah, I've, I've yet to have a no in anyone across all the different fields I've interviewed. No one said no yet. So that's good. I feel like that would be kind of <laughs> tough if someone's like, no, hell no. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's good. So. All right, sweet. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for your time. Um, I, before I let you go, I kind of bombarded you. Was there anything else you wanted to share or anything you wanted to talk about or ask me or anything? I just wanted to say if you're a pre-PA student that is uh currently trying to get into pa school and if you've tried a couple times just keep going i promise you'll get in at the right time at the right moment everything happens for a reason the timing will come don't like keep going and be positive about it and i promise it's gonna happen when it's supposed to happen sweet well I think that's awesome advice. I think this is going to be a cool episode for anyone in the PA field, uh, any stage uh, coming up or already in. And uh, thanks again for your time and thanks for working with me. I know it took us forever to get it together, so appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me and good luck with the sports med practice you're going to open. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll get it together down the road. <laughs> that would be good. Thank you. All right, Jessica, have a great one. All right, you too. Sweet. That was Jessica, nutrition coach, current PA student, and all-around awesome person. Thank you so much for tuning in, and to those in the game and those on their way up, keep grinding and don't let anyone take your dream away from you. He called you a cowboy. What did he mean? What are you? Just a humble bounty hunter, man.
know you're tired of dumb shit, so check this here. I see the neck breaking, but shaking freaks of this year. Yeah, so peep the steel of how it go. Your neck turning, cause your head already knows.